Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine. My bestie. Hello. Hello. Cheers. Cheers, mate. (laughs) Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, guess guess what? What? We are on episode 18. Oh, I know. We're just creeping along. Mm Mm-hmm. Coming a long way. train. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Woo-woo. Mm-hmm. Here comes the... With a cow plow thing on the front just that's an get old, out of the way yeah, that's an old train that should make me feel old all right um well i'm excited about this episode are you why is that because i think that our audience will resonate with it because it's such a common situation i agree with you it's i'm you know, I wanted to, I want the audience to benefit from it. And mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm slightly uncomfortable. Sharing? Well, not not sharing so much, but I guess that the topic makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Well, I think that's probably a good place to be because that's how we stretch and we grow. Yeah. You know, and we learn. Which is the reason why I say yes to so many things. So why don't you say what we're going to be talking about? Well, I'm glad you said yes to doing this podcast. (laughs) So this podcast is on the topic of saying no. And the title of the podcast is how to know when to say no. Mm -hmm. And Catherine and I, when we were brainstorming our topics, we both agreed that this would be a very good topic for all of our audience. And so we have a couple takeaways that we think you'll you'll glean from this episode. And the first one is we're going to cover how to reduce stress saying no. Okay. And we have evidence from experts on that. That that um, resource that we found information from is the Mayo Clinic. Mm-hmm. And so they have people that have, you know, smart. We're kind of experts too, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've lived a long time. That's true. We had to say yes and no many times. This is very true. Yeah. So we're like in the field. That's right. They're in the lab. We're in the trenches. <laughs> yes, we are. We're the experts. Okay. Come on now. All right. <laughs> Catherine's getting a little like sassy. <laughs> All right. Our second takeaway is how to be okay with saying no. Yeah, that one's harder. That's a hard one, mm-hmm. but we're going to cover it. Okay. okay. And then finally, how to have balance with your yes and your no and doing that with your spiritual life. So we're going to share a really cool um, scripture verse that that we love. But before we get to that. Oh, wait. Before we get to that, uh-oh. I see what you're getting yes. ready for. We need to say who our sponsors oh, are. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Our sponsors are Muffin and Pooh, mm-hmm. which are our husband's. Muffin is hers. Pooh is mine. Yeah, they're, they have names. They Their have names, names are Ronald Ron and Kenny. And Kenneth. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're going official. Well, they have all kinds of names. Oh. Ronald and Kenneth are their given names. And then Ronnie. Yeah, my family calls my husband Ronnie because there's a Ron Sr. and he's a Ron Jr. Mm-hmm. But most of his friends call him Ron. Mm-hmm. And then Kenny. Is Kenny. There is no Ken Sr. But um, they just call him Kenny. Yeah. Kenny. Yeah, yeah he's Kenny. He, he definitely is not a Kenneth. <laughs> Which is funny because on everything official, he Says signs Kenneth. Kenneth James. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm like, who's that? 
All right, so now I'm oh, gonna I'm gonna share my little toy. She's excited. I have in my hot little hand. It's a it's a no pen, and it's this chubby, fat little pen with like a speaker on the end of it, and there's a button on it. And when you press the button, here's what happens. Oh. <laughs> that and it does it over and over. No. They're all different. We had so much fun with this pen in our job that we had, remember? Yeah. Well, we, we, we had to be careful. Tell, tell, tell our listeners how we used this pen in our job when we were working. Well, behind I the mean, when we, when we made money. Oh, right. <laughs> remember that? Well, behind the scenes. So we had a job that um, it was retail. Yeah, customer service. A customer service. And there were a lot of requests. Yes. And there were a lot of sometimes unreasonable unreasonable requests. requests but we didn't really use it when the unreasonable requests came but it was only with people who we it was a we joke knew. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so they would say can we do this no <laughs> we had a lot of fun i said no i love it so that little gadget has been worth its weight in gold. I think we just paid a couple of bucks for it at oh like. Oh my gosh! Um, and that was years ago. Yeah. Really, because and the battery is still good. I know. Well, I haven't used it that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I just came across it as I was cleaning out my junk drawer situation today. How the timing? Yeah, is I know. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's jump right in here with our first little segment we kind of have an outline that we're following so the first little segment we're going to talk about stress relief and how and when to say no and Catherine and I we we do try to research every topic and then we come together and share what we learned and both of us had found this article on the Mayo Clinic website Mm -hmm. and we'll link it in the show notes Mm -hmm. so please you know read the whole article for yourself but it's called Stress Release, When and How to Say No. Right. You look so excited. I am. <laughs> she actually sprang up a little from her seat and her <laughs> arms did. went up. Went, and she reminded me of Amy Poehler <laughs> for a moment there when she gets all enthusiastic. Oh, oh, animated. <laughs> so yeah. so why don't you share a couple of the things that from this article? Well, I was, yes, I will do that. But okay. I was also, I wanted to start out with why do I say yes to so many things? Because I'm a yes person. You are. Yeah. So I was going to start out with um, why do I say yes to so many things? Yeah. I did some self-reflection before okay. uh, the research for this podcast. Yeah. Don't start saying no to me. You can I, say no to everybody else. It is so <laughs> funny that you brought that up. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Really. Tracy has really stretched me in case you couldn't tell me oh oh yes she doesn't like oh no i would never do this a podcast no no and microphones and in front of people and no, such. listening to my own voice oh god no I'm, okay i will commit to you Catherine, that i will not ask you to come on stage and oh. do stand-up comedy well that's because you wouldn't want me to. no i wouldn't <laughs> see <laughs> but i'll make that commitment right now because it's easy to make it is. Right. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, like I said, I had some self-reflection. Like, why do I... I am, like I said, I'm a yes person. People pleaser. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Okay. So, yes, I am a serial people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I am. So, I have 13 reasons why I say yes. 
and they're not necessarily in the order of like most important or most relevant, but here they are. I don't like to disappoint people. Mm -hmm, I I don't. Um, I want to meet the expectations of others Mm -hmm. and I, I, I can't help it. It's just how I feel. I want to meet their expectations. Also, I feel like I should. I feel like it's, I, I should do it. Oopsie, I'm getting all excited. I'm hitting the spring on the <laughs> microphone. That sounded like, like, um. Dang. It, <laughs> crambone. <laughs> okay. It sounded like, yeah, like confirmation. I know. Okay. All right. It, it feels good to help others. It does. I do care and I, I. I truly do. And it just, it feels good to help others. You just feel useful. You feel productive and okay. purposeful and all those things. Um, and this is very true. I'd rather be inconvenienced than someone else being inconvenienced. I would rather, like, I feel like I could take it. I could take it. I can be inconvenienced. I, I don't want that other person to be inconvenienced. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like I can do it. I feel like I could do it all in the maybe in the moment. I mm-hmm. feel that way. It's probably it's not true. I can't. Right. But I feel that I do. Um, so you have a false sense of your own abilities. Um, not abilities. I think but resources. Like you're you well, you have this false sense of I'm. I, I have the time to do all of this, or I have the capacity to do it. Whatever it is, it, it is false. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I, I feel like it. I feel mm-hmm. like, oh, I, could, I, can, I can do that. I can make it work. I could, I could do this before that, and I just... You know, I thought that when I was 10 years old, and Dorothy Hamill oh. was all popular, and I did one of those spins and broke my leg. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's... When you have a false sense of yourself, mm-hmm. it can lead to a, a cast on your leg, mm-hmm. or it, I'm sure or a breakdown. Like yeah, I'm like sure that you've had those times when you've been like, okay, I really had the false sense of I can do this, mm-hmm. but I can't do it. And I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keep but going. you're already in it when that happens. Anyway. I know. Um, I don't like conflict. Which kind of goes back to I'd rather myself be inconvenienced. And I don't even think of it as an inconvenience sometimes. Well, okay. That's, sometimes I do. But I would rather, because I don't like conflict, and I would much rather, like like I said, I can take it. You know, you know it's so interesting <clears throat> that you would say it, that you would word it that way. Um, because what, what goes through my mind when I hear you say, I don't like conflict, so that's why I say yes to things and I don't say no I think to myself well that's assuming that there would be a conflict if you said no so you're making an assumption if if that's how you're feeling in a given moment Mm -hmm. that there's going to be a conflict here if I say no maybe maybe there would be in some cases yeah I'm not saying in every case but in some cases I know that there will be amongst maybe not I might not be involved with it, but others. I don't want to see others in conflict. Mm-hmm. So I want to take it away from them. I see. See? Okay. Um, in some cases, I feel like I should because it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I want the growth from it. Mm-hmm. So 
there are times where like I, I want to challenge myself like mm-hmm. there have been times I've said yes to things that were way out of my comfort zone and I didn't really want to and I I felt like that it was an answer to prayer because it was things like oh lord you know I want to be useful I want mm-hmm. I want to you know stretch stretch me grow me do whatever and then these opportunities came up and I was like yes I'm scared to death but I'll do it well so, yeah I get it so, and sometimes you have to do that in order to grow, yeah. step outside of the box. Right. So the challenge, mm-hmm. that's another reason. Um, another is I compare myself to others. Mm-hmm. And I I know that I shouldn't do that. But when I, re- when I did this self-reflection, I was like, oh, I think I do that. Like, oh, they can do it. Yeah. I can, so can I. I. I think that a, a lot of us do that, mm-hmm. don't we? Doesn't everybody? Most people. Maybe. Yeah. How would we know? Let's yeah. compare ourselves to them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. but anyway, Comparison. I, I, yeah. yeah, that's not right. right. Okay, go ahead. Okay. More. So I always feel like I'm never doing enough. I, I just do. I feel like I should be doing more. I'm not really working, working. So therefore, I'm available to do more. I just have this in me that like, oh my gosh. Um, okay, so because of the fact that you don't have to show up for a job at a certain time and mm-hmm. leave at a certain time, you have the sense that you should make yourself available for people. You know, I say that, but even when I was working um, part-time or even full-time, I still had that mentality of I felt like I wasn't doing enough. Mm. So Wow, that that's telling, you know, because... It almost sounds like, and maybe I'm interpreting it incorrectly, but it sounds like what you're saying is it doesn't matter how much you're doing, it's never enough. Yeah. That's a tough um, state of mind to be in. Yeah. Oh, do you feel You should think more like Butch. Uh, <laughs> My dad. I, I wish I could. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you can't be who you're not. This is true. You just, you just can't. This is true. Yeah. Anyway, um, Okay. FOMO. <laughs> yeah. So FOMO stands for fear of missing out. And I have a little bit of that. You know? Sure. I don't want to miss out. Right. <laughs> I don't want to miss out on a blessing. Right. I don't want to miss out on something fun. Right. And and maybe I even don't want to miss, um, miss out on... Um, gosh, I think it goes back to challenge and growth. Yeah. In that case. <gasps> Gosh, when you were just searching for that word, the word challenge was coming in in my mind. Mm, yeah, see? I think I think that's very true. That, And it's a noble thought to say, I don't want to miss out on being challenged in a way that I can grow mm-hmm. or a way that I can, you know, watch God work or exactly experience X, Y, Z. Because like I said earlier, I, I have said yes to things that I was scared to death. I mean, like almost sick over. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to grow, and so, well, mm-hmm. that's that. That was it. Okay, and so I I jotted down. I didn't have this earlier. And I hate to even say it, but it's it's probably a pride thing too. Pride. And then you had mentioned we were ta- we were chatting just a little bit. We don't like to tell each other everything that we're going to reveal during the podcast, but we kind of were going over our outline. And the word guilt came up. Yeah. And I, I didn't have that on here. And I'm still uncertain about it. Um, it's funny because we joke about how I have, like, I'm, I'm not 
Catholic, but there's this term, Catholic guilt, you yeah. know, that goes around loosely. And oh, we joke about how I have that. But I don't think I do in this case. Maybe I'll have to think about that some more. But I don't feel guilted into things. I think it's self-imposed. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't really feel like I feel guilty. And that's why, or obligated. I well, don't think I feel that way. Are, either way, I mean, even for any of us, for you or for me or for any of our listeners, if you're saying yes to things out of guilt mm-hmm. or if you're saying yes to things out of pride, mm-hmm. um, those are probably areas that we should look at. Definitely, because, it, you know, the Bible does say to be a cheerful or mm-hmm. to be, you know, to when you're doing service, um, you should be doing it with joy. Right. And, and for the Lord. To, absolutely. And I want it to be that. And there is joy in it for sure. Yeah. But there isn't joy when you're overextended and you're burnt out. And I have found myself not even knowing that I've been, that I was in an overwhelming scenario. Yeah. Until one trigger happens or maybe two and then then i realize oh my gosh yeah, yeah then the flood but it's too late right well that's like the little frog in the pot he yeah. starts out and the water's fine and then he doesn't notice that it gets turned up turned up turned up turned up and pretty soon he can't jump out of the pot it you know those are so all of those things are you finished with your list or do you mm, have more no that's it okay so it's a lot though it is a lot and when um, Catherine did not read her list to me prior to just now when mm-hmm. you all heard it, but she told me ahead of time that she had a list. Mm-hmm. And I said, look at your list and tell me if any of the things on the list are from God. And, you know, like guilt does not come from God. Pride does not come from God. And um, some of the other things like feeling I, I don't recall now your exact wording, but I mean, I'm speaking for myself now. Like when I, when I say yes to things that I should say no, and it serves me in some manner or form, you know, that doesn't necessarily come from God. I'm not mm-hmm. making an absolute statement that everything, you know, that we should say no to everything unless it comes directly from God, you know, but I think it's important for us to recognize and realize that we are limited beings. We have limited time. We have limited energy, limited funds, you know, mm-hmm. like each day on our calendar is the only day. That right. is it. Right. Forever. Right. You're never going to make more days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is it. Mm-hmm. If only. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for, for being vulnerable and sharing from your personal experience. I think that's helpful, mm-hmm. you know, to get into the head of a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, anything else to share on that? No. You know what I was thinking about, though? What? When um, I was kind of contemplating no being a complete sentence. Yeah. And how... Uh, you know, when we're real young and we, when we're told no, we're like, why? Why? And how that drains us. Mm-hmm. And I can remember my dad being so strict and he was all, he always said, because I said so. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. And I feel like, you know, that's because if he had gave a reason and I would have 
more uh, a rebuttal begging, yeah, you know, opportunity. Right. So then I was thinking about, wow, it is so much easier to just say no and not give an explanation, which we'll get into later, actually, on how to say no. But anyway, I yeah. just wanted to, it just came into mind. So. All right. All right. Well, let's go through this little article from mayoclinic.org, stress relief, when and how to say no. Mm-hmm. So what did you take from this article, Catherine? Well... So why do we have to say no sometimes? Well, because it says here on this article that saying no isn't necessarily selfish. I would like to take out the word necessarily and just eliminate that because it's not selfish. Right. To say no, um, it should say on occasion it's not necessary or it's not selfish. Anyway, when you say no to a new commitment, you're honoring your existing obligations and ensuring that you'll be able to devote high quality time to them. Yeah. That's huge. It is. Remember when we went to Tennessee and there was that workshop on those two gals that mm-hmm. did uh, something about uh, multitasking? Yes. And how multitasking is way overrated. You know, a lot of women in particular brag about being able to multitask. But how can you be really good at one thing if you're multitasking? Right. Well, and there again, you said the word brag, and that's, you know, marinated in pride. Mm-hmm. So so that's not good. Yeah. So another reason why you should say no, um, it can allow you to try new things. Mm-hmm. So just because you've always helped plan the company's softball tournament doesn't mean you have to do it forever. Saying no gives you time to pursue other interests. And it also allows, it doesn't say this on here, but it also allows somebody else to right. be able to step up, right. get the experience, and, um, and, and and to take over. You know, they can be blessed. They can bless others. So Well, and th- that's exactly right. And in this example of a softball tournament, you know, if you do it every year, mm-hmm. if you organize the company softball tournament or the family reunion or the women's retreat, (laughs) if you organize it every year and you have your plan and you have your notes and you do it and you execute it and it's all comes off seamless and whatever, no one else, what happens if something happens to you? Yeah. Right. 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 And then, then the, then the people are like, oh no, what do we do? do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's good training. And you know, those, those kinds of things were modeled in scripture. Mm -hmm. Jesus, Jesus did that with his disciples. Mm -hmm. You know, he brought them along Mm -hmm. and then his disciples did that with their disciples, brought other people along. Right. So we don't have to do it all. Yeah. Yeah, Kind of robbing others of opportunity it is to grow and learn yeah Mm -hmm. so always saying yes isn't healthy when you're overcommitted and under too much stress you're more likely to feel run down and possibly get sick Mm. yeah yeah it's true and stress can kill you can actually Mm -hmm. heart attack uh, cancer Mm -hmm. right all right so another reason why uh, one should say no. Saying yes can cut others out, which we just said that. Right. So that's kind of repeating. What we just right, kinda, right, right, right. All right. Well, let's look at um, this next little section. It says when to say no. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's tough to determine which activities deserve your time and attention. 
Use these strategies to evaluate obligations and opportunities that come your way. You know, I think that's one of the things that could be a big blessing for someone listening today. Just those words, uh, evaluate. Mm -hmm. Like take time. Don't say yes or no right away. Yeah. How many times have, has somebody come to you with something <laughs> and you answer immediately? Mm-hmm. I've done it I've many done it. times. Yeah. I, I, you know, I keep, yeah. So I think that our answer should always be, let me check. Yeah. And then you have to check your schedule mm-hmm. based on whatever, what everything else is going on. Mm-hmm check your heart, you know, do, do, is this really my responsibility? Is it not? Do I have the capacity to do it? Mm -hmm. You know, all of that. But if you take the time to evaluate rather than just immediate, so here's a tip, never give an immediate answer. Don't you think too, that the recipient, the person hearing you say, let me think about that, or let me pray on that. Don't you think too, that most likely that person will feel so much better when you come back with your yes, and hopefully even your no, because they will uh, hopefully think to themselves, well, they've really decided that no, that that they couldn't do it, that they're, they're not going to be able to give their all. And perhaps they would appreciate that. You would hope you would if hope. they're a healthy person. Well, right. <laughs> there I know. are assuming, some out there that yeah. are like, Ugh. yeah. But then on the other end, if you're saying yes, then that person hearing the yes, it's like, ah, oh, they've thought about it. They're really going to, you know, um, put a lot of effort into it or whatever they, you know, I think that it's more rewarding and more uh, hopefully that they, the recipient appreciates it more when you've thought about it. Even another layer to that is managing expectations. Mm. So if you're constantly just saying yes, no, like just off the cuff, not Mm -hmm. thinking about it, not praying about it, not looking at your schedule. You're just like, sure, yes, sure, yes, sure, yes. Right. Then that's an expectation and people will start to see that as a pattern and they'll be like, I'm going to ask Catherine. Yeah. That was actually addressed in one, I don't even know which one it was now, but that was addressed in in a site that I was reading. Like, yeah, that, you know, a lot of times you're asked, not necessarily because they think you're the, you know, the perfect fit, but because you do it. You're a doer. You're a doer. You're 20 percenter because 20 percent of the people get 80 percent of the stuff done. Right. Do you know, I just recently, our church asked if we would lead something, the the thing that's coming up for, um, what's it called? Palm Sunday, some kind of a prayer thing coming up. Mm -hmm. And I was asked by the church, you know, would we be willing to do this, like Mm -hmm. be part of the leadership of it? Mm Mm-hmm. And my initial response was, yes, of course. But they were asking on behalf of me and my husband. And mm-hmm. I finally, after over 30 years of marriage, mm-hmm. I, I thought, let me ask him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. let me be okay if he just doesn't want to do it yeah. for whatever reason. You know, another thing you're good about, too, is... I recall when mm-hmm. you got that request mm-hmm. that you also said, I need to find out more about it. Right. I need more details. That's what you said right. to me when you were, you know, discussing it. Right. And we should all do that. We should all find out more details before before you're in it. Right. Yeah. Because you, I've learned the hard way that sometimes, and I, you know, I could have, I could have a million examples of this. 
where you say yes to something and you think it's going to be this little commitment. It turns into more and more and more. So by getting more information before saying yes, Mm -hmm. first of all, by saying, let me check. (laughs) And then getting the information. What time do I have to be there? What time is it going to be over? What do I have to do Mm -hmm. while I'm there? Mm -hmm. What do you expect? Do I have to prep for it? Mm -hmm. How, you know, how much of a commitment are we making here? Mm -hmm. Even when, um, when I've been leading Bible studies in the past, I like to have an end date to the Bible study so that people have a manageable expectation. It's Mm going to start on this date. It's going to end on this date. Yeah. That's the commitment. Mm -hmm. I don't like these like forever going things. I, because they just seem to just, I don't know what happens. <laughs> they just keep going. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. So um, focus, let's see, wh- where were we? How to say no? No, we were on focus on what matters most. Examine your obligations and priorities before making any new commitments. Ask yourself if the new commitment is important to you. And if it's not, it's okay if it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, another bullet point here is to weigh the yes to stress ratio. I like that. Yeah. It rhymes. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It says, it is the new activity you're considering a short or long-term commitment. Example, making a batch of cookies for the school bake sale will take far less time than heading up the school fundraising committee. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't say yes if it will mean months of added stress. Which is what you were basically just talking about. Yes, and who can't relate to that? Yeah. Okay. Right. Instead, look for other ways to pitch in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Another bullet point we've already talked about. Take guilt out of the equation. Don't agree to a request you would rather decline out of guilt or obligation. Doing so will likely lead to additional stress and resentment. And that's that's the worst. When it you is. have resentment, when you say yes to something, and then you start to, um, you know, you just start to fester resentment and, and things like that. That That's just the worst. It is. You know? You know, another, like, really difficult thing with saying yes is if there's a long time before the commitment is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. So, like, if somebody says to you, Catherine, will you um, go skydiving with me Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a year? Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, yes. Yeah. (laughs) And then it comes. And then you're terrified. Right? You know, it's, it's funny. The commitment. Right. Yeah. So I sometimes joke about like, I, I don't like to commit to anything, I, I, even though I'm a yes person. I'm definitely a yes person, but I don't like to commit to things that are far out. It, I always joke about how uh, I'm surprised I'm married. It's a huge commitment. <laughs> <laughs> it is forever. It is. You know, and so it, it just it kind of cracks me up because yeah. it, it is. You know, commitment is it's I take it seriously yeah and so that's why if I'm gonna commit I'm gonna commit it's gonna be long term yeah so well and here's the next bullet point is sleep on it yeah. so just kind of like my my little tip of don't ever say yes or no right away mm-hmm. sleep on it are you tempted by a friend's invitation to volunteer at your old alma mater or to join a weekly golf league before you respond take a day to think about the request mm-hmm. and how it fits in with your current commitments. If you can't sleep on it, at least take the time to think the request through. Mm-hmm. 
And that's more like a how to say no rather than when, but I guess I guess I could transfer that to say uh come up with your answer after. I don't know. It well, it's it's there. yeah, it's just a good tip. It's just to a, sleep on it's it. a good tip for those who are struggling with being people pleasers, with being yes people, whatever. Don't answer right away. Don't overcommit yourself. Give yourself the time to really think about it, pray about it, talk to other people who might be affected by your decision. Yeah, that's a real good one. You know? Yeah, that should be on there. Well, well that might be on the how. That's because we're experts in the field. <laughs> right. <laughs> These people are in a lab somewhere. Yeah. Okay, so why don't you <laughs> go over the how to say no bullets? Uh, okay. So... I'm going to read uh, after how to say no. No. See how simple it is to say one little word, allowing you to take a pass on tasks that don't make the cut? Of course, there will be times when it's just not that easy. Here are some things to keep in mind when you need to say no. Say no. The word no has power. Don't be afraid to use it. Be careful about using wimpy substitute phrases such as, I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah. Or, I think I can. (laughs) These can be interpreted to mean that you might say yes later. And I'm just going to add to this. This is not Mm -hmm. on there. That absolutely, that that is so true. If you leave leeway for someone to find an end to talk you into saying yes, they're going to find it. Especially those people that are uh, really good at the art. They're the the salesmen out there. Yeah. And yeah. I've been in those situations where you, where I've given a lengthy explanation or any explanation at all. And then they find, they, they pluck something out of there and they find like a solution for you that right. you don't want or right. need. They overcome your argument. That's exactly That's what the right. salesman does. That's exactly right. I can't they afford find it. that solution well, for I'll you. Well, I'll break it into 12 easy payments. <laughs> <laughs> That's the salesman. Right. Oh, because because really, when you're in when you're in that discussion with someone, mm-hmm. they've asked you for something you want to say no, but you don't want to say no. Yeah, but you have to say no. Mm-hmm. But you can't say no. But they make it harder for you to say no when you give an explanation. I'll tell you what, they don't care. All they want is you to say yes. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, they have a need. You can feel fill the need. Yeah. they want you on their committee, or they want you to give the money, or they want you to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they don't care about your excuses. You can give them an excuse, and they're going to overcome it with, "Well, that ain't no thing." Yeah, you know, you don't have to do that for your husband. He's going to stay married to you. Right. He's committed. Right. <laughs> Divorces are expensive. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so that goes into so the next bullet point: be brief. Oh, yeah. Which is what just, I was no. just saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna read it anyway. State your reason for re- refusing the re- request. I say no. Don't state your reason, <laughs> but don't go on about it. Avoid elaborate justifications or explanations, which we just said. You know, I've sometimes added to the no. I've preceded it with "I'd love to," but I can't. Yeah, that's good. Even if I I can't because I won't, mm-hmm. not because I really truly can't. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, but I can't. I think you have to know your requester too, the person asking you. Yeah. If you know that even if you say I'd love to, if you know that that person will say, oh, well, if you'd love to, you know, like they find an in. I know. <laughs> they just do. I know. They're so good at They're it. They're like ants. 
they find little crevices. They're like water. Yeah. In a little crack. Yeah. I guess that'd be like an ant, but anyway. Okay, keep going. All right. Be honest. Don't fabricate reasons to get out of an obligation. The truth is always the best way to turn down a friend, family member, or, or co-worker. Yeah. Um, another way on how you can say no is be respectful. Many good causes may land you, um, may land at your door and it can be tough to turn them around. I'm trying to talk or like read beyond Mm -hmm. this big microphone (laughs) that's in the way. (laughs) Complimenting the group's effort while saying that you can't commit shows that you respect what they're trying to accomplish. Okay, taking my glasses off now. Uh, and also another bullet point, be ready to repeat. Mm, I hate this part. I hate repeating myself, whether it's my kids, whether That's it's... when you get out the pen. No. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no. No. And you just keep pressing the button until they go away. You could even close you, your eyes. You have to admit, though, you don't like it either, repeating yourself. No, I don't. I know you don't. I mean, most of us don't. I raised five boys. Right. How many times did I say no to them? I'm still doing it. They're grown. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Nobody likes to repeat themselves. It just gets, it just wears on you. And the person knows it. Yeah. Anyway, you may need to refuse a request several times before the other person accepts your response. When that happens, just hit the replay button. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Told you. Calmly. Repeat your no, with or without your original rationale as needed. So saying... Be strong. Be strong. Saying no won't be easy if you're used to saying yes all the time. This is true. Oh my goodness, so true. But learning to say no is an important part of simplifying your life and managing your stress. And with practice, you may find saying no gets easier. That's what... When Catherine and I were discussing this prior to coming on Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that i felt like would be be very helpful for anyone who struggles with saying no is to practice hearing yourself say the word no Mm -hmm. and practice it out saying it out loud so if this is you if you struggle with a friend or your husband or a child or whatever and do just kind of like a mock trial there's Catherine's phone Mm -hmm. (laughs) i got an idea yeah, <laughs> we can't figure out how to make it not do that. Oh. <laughs> um, so just do like a mock trial and yeah. have like, let's say, for example, that it's the church is always contacting you to work in the nursery or bake stuff or whatever the thing is. And you want to say no, but you're having a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. Practice the conversation. Ring, ring. It's the church. Yeah. <laughs> would you work in the nursery? And then you would say. I would say, well, my normal response. Well, let me think about it. Right. Well, what would you say now that you have this enlightenment from the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would still say, let me think about it. Okay. Let me think about it. Is what I would say. And then I would come back with. <laughs> Yeah, what was, I'm, I'm what having, would, wait, I'm having a hard time. What would you come saying, back with? I'm having a hard time saying no, even in a practice run. No. <laughs> See what I mean? Okay, I just want to, I'm going to interrupt. Okay. I don't understand why I never had a problem saying no, like with peer pressure, 
when like when you were a kid youth? when people were trying to get you smoke pot and stuff like that even- <laughs> <laughs> oh is this the confession e- time <laughs> no even now <laughs> okay you have peer so, pressure now in your 50s peer everybody pressure. does peer you- pressure you do too <laughs> don't th- really okay you don't i don't know do i of course you what do. What am I pressured by my peers to do? Okay. Lose weight? Uh, no. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. I fit in my car. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that I, I've never had a problem with like peer pressure and, and saying no mm-hmm. when I really am uncomfortable with things like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, but, but with like service type things. Right. I have a really hard time saying no. So, see, our just doing our little example that we were role playing there. Yeah, I can't. Even she do couldn't it. say no. Well, you, you we, couldn't say no to the nursery to the church. Well, <laughs> well, we talked about saying, "Let me think about it." Right? Don't you th- remember? Yes, but then, <laughs> then we said, "Then what would you say?" And that's when you started to say, "Oh." Well, in our role play, I could say, "Just say no, Catherine." No. <laughs> But in real life, it's hard. Yeah, I'm struggling. See, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, friends, we we really we really want to help with this topic, and we're hopeful that some of our information is helpful. I hope so. Yeah, because we Cause have it, to get there. We cannot be yes people all the time. That's right. We just can't be. No. All right. Well, what else do we have to share? Well, we already talked about the challenge, did we? Oh, did I, we? wait, wait, wait. I know. I wrote oh. down this note that I, I wanted to what share this. What do you have over there? Well, remember, I, I thought of something and I said, I don't want to say it until we're on the recording. I do remember. Okay. So um, as Catherine knows, and, and our listeners may or may not know that I'm the mother of five sons. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a child every other year throughout the whole 90s Mm. (laughs) and then I was raising them right through all the 2000s you could say that I'm still kind of raising (laughs) them (laughs) a couple of them (laughs) during that period of time I never like for for 20 years Mm -hmm. I never felt like any kind of sense of guilt or obligation to saying yes to meals for other people you didn't nope Here's, here, you, okay, yeah. and then the other one was um, adopting, like adopting those those um, oh, compassion the, international that? things. I mean, how many events did we go to, and and yeah. the little the little adoptees come through? I never, I always said no to the meals and the adoption because I had my own little tribe to feed. And remember when the the big wave of the foreign exchange student thing came through? Oh yeah, and I said I said no. <laughs> Here's Catherine no. with a Japanese foreign exchange student. Right, because I, remember, I told her no. I remember you saying, "Oh, I have no problem." Saying right. no. But yeah, because my house was full. I Do you remember how stressed out I was yes. after. Yes, I do remember that. I, he was a good kid. I mean, he really was. Yeah. But I, I was just so stressed out because my son didn't didn't meet the expectations I had to be a good host. 
Yeah. And my son's a real good kid yeah. too. It's just that it just it just didn't go the way I had it in my head. Well, and the reason that I bring that to this podcast mm-hmm. is because there are oftentimes things that would be a blessing to say yes to. They could bless other people. Mm-hmm. But if you're struggling to put food on your own table, you really don't have to put food on somebody else's table. Right? I mean, God will find someone else to meet that need of the other way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's just been my feeling. Maybe that's wrong thinking. I don't think it is. I think that's right. I mean, I think every situation is unique to the circumstances and individuals. And I think every situation is is truly different. Yeah. And I think it has to go back to what is really important for you and your family and what's really important for the possible recipient, possibly. Well, and I think sometimes it just comes down to a resource. That too, you know, right. because it could be important regardless of the resources. It could be an important task. It could be a worthy cause, but if you don't have the the fuel in the tank, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have the time, the energy, the money, whatever it is to mm-hmm. provide the the thing, mm-hmm. give yourself permission to say no and not worry about it and not feel guilty about it. I guess sometimes I question, like, do I have? Do I have? The resources. Do I have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tracy just crossed her eyes. That's exhausting. I do. I I, I think about that. Like, <laughs> she did it again. Because that's, it just goes back to, yeah, it just goes back to that self-reflection, that, that questioning myself. Like, do I have the resources? Yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. But sometimes you need a friend who will remind you of your limitations. And That's why I got you. I know. <laughs> what was the obligation? Was it cleaning the church? Oh, well, there's been a few. I thought it was, I, I thought are you it was the about, nursery, but maybe it was cleaning the church. Are the you ch- talking about, so like when I was starting to really have to step up more with helping my mom and I was overwhelmed with stuff with my what, dad? Whatever it was, there was a lot on your plate. Yeah. And I don't recall all of this, all of the, um, all of the details, mm-hmm. but this I know. Mm-hmm. I called the church and I said, no, <laughs> Catherine is not available. Whatever it was, I told them you need to t- be taken you, off the list. You were actually with me. You were right there present in the moment. Like, we just got done with prayer. Okay. And you were actually standing there, and you said, she can't do this. Yeah. And yeah. you didn't stop me. It's, no, from, that's true. From inter- from right. intervening for you. And Did, some people might listen to that and think, well, she's so bossy. But, uh, no. well, I might be sometimes a little bit bossy, but I knew that you were being crushed under a weight of other responsibilities. Yeah. You needed some margin on your page. Yeah. Well, I think I think really what I would say about that is you know my weaknesses. Yeah. And then when you see me weak like that, and then you can, you just are stronger. But there's been times where I've seen you in weak Definitely. moments. And I've tried to be tried to be like strong for you oh definitely and you've seen me take on way too much too yeah how many times was i spinning 85 plates gosh those years yeah Yeah. anyway you know what i was gonna say too i was the (laughs) (laughs) my head hurts (laughs) another time that i didn't realize i needed someone to step in 
and it was do you remember right after i got my gallbladder taken out yeah i was gonna have company and i was in <laughs> screaming i mean i was in pain she was swearing i was swearing <laughs> i was she, she was and to to treat. what did i do you called everybody on the list. Did I? Did yeah. I tell them to stay home? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. But see, oh, I do. everybody needs a friend like me. <laughs> I'm like the mother you never had. And I, I, I just, I, I couldn't do it. So, and I didn't ask. Like, it's not like I, you just knew. Well, like, yeah, you because knew. you're laying on the couch. I couldn't move. With I remember your arm being up like this or something, and you just having words come out. <laughs> like, oh, well, no. I remember that I couldn't even think about moving a, like a nerve muscle, yeah. nothing, because the pain was because I had trapped gas from the yeah. From and the you thought you could be the hostess with the mostess, and I, people could come over. Like and... I said, I feel like I can. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Well, I guess that just goes to show you that we've been there friends Mm -hmm. and we are there we're and we really don't know like okay so here our our second point here our second takeaway is how to be okay with saying no oh yeah and Catherine and I were talking about this we really want to share with you Mm -hmm. how you can be okay with saying no but unfortunately we don't have the answer to that yeah I felt like even when I was looking into it, it fell short mm-hmm. of some solid peace of mind mm-hmm. that would be suitable for people who really struggle with saying no. And, you, you but, but you had a, you had a really good thought on that. Why, well, why don't you share that? What was it? Remind me. Oh, darn it. <laughs> you can't remember either. <laughs> well, I think that you had said some kind of... Um, when you're overwhelmed, like you talked yeah. about when you're overwhelmed. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. How, how good can you be someone else? I think well, I was talking, track. I think I was talking about when there are certain seasons in our lives, and I believe that we should say no to everything. And we yeah, should give ourselves permission to say no. And one of those seasons is when you're grieving the loss of someone. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone close to you has passed Mm -hmm. and you just need to say no to everyone and everything for a period of time so that you can sit on the couch and, you know, do your nails and look through pictures of loved ones, look at old slides like you've been doing a lot of that Mm -hmm. since your dad passed or go back through and, and read text messages or emails or whatever the case may be. If you just need that time, do nothing. Yeah. Do you it's recall okay. that I, I was doing that for a while? I said, yeah. I don't understand why I'm doing I just have to do this. And I was going through picture, letters, yeah, just tons and tons of letters that my parents had kept that yeah. were to each other. And in particular, overseas letters. My mom's from England. And so there were a lot of letters. And mm. I, I just was reading. Cons- I just had to do it. I, I, said, I think that when we're in the grieving process, we don't know how much time we're going to need. That's right. And so if we take on other commitments, even if it's something good under a different season, mm-hmm. it we just need to give ourselves permission to, to just not do that. Yeah. You know, years ago, remember when they used to wear like the black band? Yes. Like on well, It's a I, Wonderful I, Life. I don't remember because I didn't live it, but I, I know that they okay. did. Okay. Yeah. And in the Bible... 
they talk about wearing sackcloth and ashes. Mm -hmm. And so grieving is just one season of life that in years past, cultures would acknowledge it externally. Yeah. For whatever reason, we've gotten rid of those things. I wish that we still had that. Like, like it's, it's a sign to say to people, pass. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a pass. Yeah. Because I need it because I'm grieving. And it's an outward, like you said, an outward expression of I'm grieving. I need to pass that. You need extra love, yeah. extra grace, extra time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think grieving is is one example of a season of time. And also with children, so we go through these different seasons with kids. So we have them when they're infants, and then we have toddlers, and then we have elementary students, and then the dreaded teenage years. And then, <laughs> and then the, they're almost adults. They look like adults, but they don't act like adults. Mm-hmm. Then they're actually it, adults. And then it's even more scary. Mm-hmm. So you have all these different seasons of life as a parent. There might be some times in there when you're going through something that you don't necessarily want to put out, you know, on Facebook and everybody knows mm-hmm. your business. But give yourself permission to say no mm-hmm. to the other stuff, the stuff that other people can do for now. Yeah. Even if even if no one steps up, so what? Just give yourself permission to say no. About even if someone else steps up. You know what I just I just thought of? I could what? add to my list. That's what? a possibility of why I say yes. What? Control. Oh. I I wonder actually. It just came to me. Well, if if I'm sure that it could be a factor hmm. for some things. It might be. I don't know. Well, we want to we want to be okay with saying no. Yeah. And I think I think probably the best advice that we could give is do not say yes or no right away, which we've already covered. Say, Let me check. And then check in with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best. That's, you know, we're always doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Just point to Jesus. Have some prayer over the situation. And if you really feel like he's saying that you need to say yes, then say yes. Mm -hmm. But if he's telling you to say no, if you just feel it in your spirit. And I I almost hate that kind of language because it sounds like, well, how do you hear something in your spirit? I I was just going to say that if any of listeners have questions on that, just contact us and we can kind of expound on that. Well, we can share our experience. mm -hmm. And I, I guess it's more like a gut feeling. Let's call it that. Let's let's say if you pray about it, okay, and because you're not going to hear an audible voice. I mean, I've been a Christian for 35 years. I haven't yet heard an audible voice. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> you're not going to hear an audible voice. If you do, definitely email me, call me, <laughs> yeah, tell me. <laughs> right. I want to know. But you might just feel in your gut like this is wrong for me right now. I need to say no to this right now. That could be an answer to your prayer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to say it. So listen to the Lord and then obey mm-hmm. and then tell the person no. Just text them. It's easier. <laughs> Sorry. Can't do it. <laughs> you should call. Or text. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, are we ready to move on to our final point? Yes, we are. All right. Cheers. <laughs> oh, I so see we it. Were, I see it. It's how we already, it's a scripture. Yeah. Matthew chapter okay. five. Math. Yeah. Matthew five thirty seven. Mm-hmm. And it's nice and simple, just like your nose should be. Yes. <laughs> so the scripture is all you need to say is simply and this is Jesus speaking. So I'll start over. 
All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Mm. So, so it's a little bit about what you were just talking about. Right. Ask the Lord if right. you should take this on, do this service, whatever it might be. Yeah. Wait for an answer. Well, we're hopeful that that was helpful yeah. <laughs> in some way. Right. Did we give them the challenge? No, let's give them the call to action and the challenge. Mm-hmm. Catherine would... Well, do you want to tell them what you said, and then I'll tell them what I said. Well, I I said that I would like the listeners to really, um, what did I say? Focus. Gonna, yeah, yeah. On what to matters. To really focus. On, <laughs> Remember? Yes, I do. <laughs> Just like bringing it up. Focus, Catherine. To focus. focus on what really matters, because you know, sometimes when someone says, "Well, prioritize," well, no, yeah. uh, hello. For some of us, it's not that easy, just that simple word. But I think when it's reworded on just focus, really think about what is really important mm-hmm. to you or and your family and, mm-hmm. and those, you know, whatever your, de- whoever uh, is affected by your decision, focus on that. Yeah. And, and then, you know, prioritizing starts to come into more focus after that. Right. But that was what I said that right. I would like to... Um, have people kind of take that challenge or step. I think that's a good challenge. And my practical step. No. <laughs> get your no pen. It's, yeah, get yourself a no pen. <laughs> um, I, th- I really do believe that doing that exercise of practicing saying no out loud and hearing, you have to hear the sound of your own voice saying no to someone. And the more you do that, you, the better you'll become. Mm-hmm. Now, the only caveat to that is I don't think that it's really right for us to say no to things that w- are our responsibility. So, for sure not. Right. Yeah. So we're, that is the one caveat here. We're not saying say no to things that you really are legitimately responsible for. Right. But this is more for... Like the, feeding your baby. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let me think about it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Um, but I think that that um, once you've done Catherine's call to action and you have focused on what really matters to you, then do my call to action. Get a friend, get some other human being who will sit with you and do a role play where you can practice hearing your own self say the word no. Mm-hmm. And have that person kind of bait you a little bit so oh. you can really get some practice and then practice it in real life. How about that? Sounds good. Good idea. All right. What is our topic for the next episode? I didn't write it down on our sheet. Oh, darn. Let's look at it. Oh, we guess we did. We looked it up. I know, but I didn't write it down on my oh. on my little um, Oopsies. My sheet there, so I have to look it up again. Yeah, I'll do that too. Just see. It is worry. It's on worry. Ooh. Yeah. Are we going to do the um, Dale Carnegie? Dale Carnegie. Okay. So if you're not familiar with Dale Carnegie, he's passed away, but he was an awesome author and he wrote a book called Stop Worrying and Start Living. Something like that. Is that That, the name of it? Yeah, it is. Stop Worrying worrying and Start start Living. Didn't, so now we had a podcast that we did on, it wasn't about worry, but did we do one on anxiety? No, we, the only other one we did in oh, that what realm. what keeps you up at night. Yeah, we did that, but that was more insomnia. Yeah, but, but we have, we, re, well, okay. We, we did the one on change. 
um, who yeah. moved my cheese. You know, in my notes for episode six, which was keep uh, what keeps you up at night, I do have in my notes Dale Carnegie book about worry. Oh, hmm. well, anyway, we're going to do that next yeah. time. So that's going to be episode number 19. Woo. I know we're getting there. Yeah. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast, and I still am comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.